Hi, and welcome to Claiming Zero, the podcast about living child-free with Dallas. I don't want to poop in front of somebody in general. And Vanessa. Every mechanic has a broken car. Every doctor has had a heart issue. No, that's not yeah. how this works. But Shall we begin? Welcome back to another episode of Claiming Zero. Hello, everybody. I am Dallas. And I'm Vanessa. Yes. And we actually have something really cool that we threw around and we're like, I don't know, should we, shouldn't we? Because last week we talked about how we decided to get a Gmail account. So if you want to reach out to us, tell us any stories, anything like that. But now we're going for it. And we have an Instagram account. <laughs> we're, we're really like, we're one close stepper to having our own reality show. We're pretty famous. Yeah, at this, point. this is, this is all because we're really poor and we just want to make money. So. <laughs> yeah, no, but we you did, can, you did talk about it for a minute and we, yeah. I was the one who was like, I don't even know what the hell we're going to put on this damn thing, but I'm excited. I think it's yeah. going to be really cool to put some stuff on there. So Tell them it's where fun. to follow us. Surprise. It's so easy. All you have to do is search claiming zero. Wow. <laughs> it's that simple. There's no weird characters. There's no numbers. It's just claiming zero. And so we're going to start posting some fun stuff and you guys can follow us now. So you can DM us. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping to keep it funny as, as we do. Yeah. Um, yeah that's our goal just to have fun with it yeah Mm -hmm. cool so and then today is interview day so when Dallas and I were trying to figure out who to interview we were like well why don't we just go deep into the archives of one of the people who actually has been part of these conversations with us before we've started the podcast Mm -hmm. so we decided to bring in the one the only Sydney Penrod. Hello, friends. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Literally your roommate. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is so funny because she's sitting here, like just waiting in anticipation to talk. And I'm like, oh, on and just keep her sitting here. I was trying yes. to be quiet. Yes, you're doing a great job. Um, so you have a unique situation. We'll let you tell it, but just to everyone up front, yes, we are roommates, but you are someone who is child-free, who works very close with children. That is correct. <laughs> very closely with children for pretty much my entire adult life. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you start where you want to start, but I guess the big question we always ask is like, when did you know, like, hey, I don't know if I really want kids? Honestly, forever. I like just working with children, I feel like is the best birth control ever right I've worked in summer camps I've worked as a coach I've worked in daycare and now I'm pretty much working alongside with kids all day every day and every day I feel like my uterus is just saying no all the time (laughs) just like it's hilarious because some women are like oh my god I'm around babies and I just want to have a baby now and you're like the opposite like it shrinks up and shrivels up and dies (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I had never actually <laughs> held a baby until I worked for the cruise lines. Oh. Never, ever had I touched a child under the age of three. 
Now, did you work on the cruise lines before your brother had his kids? Yes. Okay. Yeah, my brother has three littles and they're cute from a distance. <laughs> Listen, this Sydney is the reason that Vanessa and I know each other. By the way, she needs yeah. props for that because <laughs> all three of us have worked on cruise ships. Sydney and I have worked on cruise ships together. Yes, and- roommates for two weeks. Hey. Then <laughs> yes. she introduced Vanessa and I. So, like, the three of us are completely intertwined with each other. <laughs> Very much so. Yes. And you worked on cruise lines up until right, right COVID. before the, yeah, the pandemic. That was the only yep. reason mm-hmm. you got grounded. So, you've been on that. Well, how long were you on ships? Was it eight years? Eight years. Oh, yeah. Gosh. My right. Mind. You lasted a whole eight days. Eight days. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I went four weeks. They made me. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, so now what's your job with the city? My job was, well, once we actually do what we're supposed to do is like programming events for families. So it goes anywhere from the littles up to the bigs into the parents and stuff like that, which I'm more excited to work with the adults and kind of get that <laughs> underway. But right now we're just getting kids into virtual learning. So it's literally working with kids anywhere from ages five up to 14 and just getting them into school, which has been hell. They don't want to sit in front of a computer and nor do I. Yeah. So it's been tough. Yeah. So my question, I have a question for you that I've been asked before when I worked in childcare, which is because you're not a parent, are you qualified to work with kids? Heck yeah. We go through all that training. (laughs) There's so much training That is ridiculous. Like, you know all the ins and outs. Just because you have a kid doesn't mean you're not qualified to be around them. Because, I mean, you and I both know summer camp, we were both well underqualified at that point in time. (laughs) But we learned how to to work with them and how how to, uh, you know, make sure they're safe. Yeah. Can you, can you believe, I legit got asked that when I think I was like 20 or something. It was like, well, you don't have kids, so you're not qualified to work with kids. I was like, you're not qualified at the age of 17 to have a child, but here we are, Susan. Every mechanic has a broken car. Every doctor has had a heart issue. No, that's not yeah. how this works. But True okay. that. No. Um, so, I mean, basically you are, you're in a serious relationship and being someone who's single, I never have to worry about what everybody else wants to do because it's all about me. But what is it like to have to have that conversation with somebody who maybe doesn't feel the same way as you? Um, I tell Carlos, he doesn't really have a choice. <laughs> no, my boyfriend very much. We've had the conversation of he really wants children and I very much don't like, I want dogs that that's, <laughs> and maybe a monkey. Like that's about as human as I get. Like that's, that's where I'm at. Um, the thought process of growing a child in me <laughs> and having it like alien out its little hand and touch around. People are like, oh, it's so precious. It's a tan, it's foot. No, that's disgusting. Like that little <laughs> thing creeping out towards you. And then the whole thought process of like shooting something bigger than your, Shooting. your hole. No, no, yeah. that does not happen. And I was even there when Chelsea had her baby. Like that was no. Yes. So, okay. So Chelsea is another friend of ours mm-hmm. from the city who just had her first child. Mm-hmm. How long was it? Like a couple months ago? It, oh, I think he's only a month old now. Oh only been God. about like it a month like and a bit. A year. Yeah. Um, and so this was really 
funny to watch because she Chelsea was asking Sydney for like advice and Sydney <laughs> it was I, the best thing ever <laughs> well and here's the funny part so I had a friend over who was also child free I promise I have other friends but like for the most part most of my friends are child free so I had a friend over and Sydney comes in the room and she's like hey Chelsea wants to know if she should go to the hospital and so we were trying to figure out if like she's she's having contractions. When do you go to the hospital? And the three of us were like, oh, I don't freaking know. Like, <laughs> why would it, you know that? Is it coming? I'm the worst person to ask these questions. <laughs> like, why would you be like, hey, I've been having contractions since this time. When do I go in? I'm like, I don't know. Call your doctor. So guess yeah. who called the doctor? Yeah. Me. <laughs> so the, th- the three of us though, we're sitting there like, how do you figure it out? So then I called my sisters because of course they're experts. They've had like 10 humans. So I called them and then they, and then my sisters kind of put bets on like when they think she'll have the baby based off of like what she was telling us. It was quite entertaining. No, the pain and the pooping that comes with, (laughs) I don't want to poop in front of somebody in general. And then you give birth and you're pushing and like everything's just coming out baby. And then some, yeah, I think the anatomy of it is something like one of the reasons I was like, let's talk with Sydney, because I know that's one of the the biggest reasons. Yep. Because like, okay, let me ask you this. You're you and Carlos get married. He's like, I really truthfully want a child. Surrogacy? Is that something you would do? Sure. So like Just give it to somebody else to do. <laughs> so like raising the child and loving the child I mean, is that's kind of a hard point too, because my first niece. My brother kept bugging me and he said, when are you going to come see her? Mm -hmm. And I was like, when she can do something cool. He messaged me a day later and said that she learned how to shit up her back. Is that cool enough? And I was like, no. (laughs) So like, ideally, I would like somebody to have a child because it'd be like cool to have like your genetic compound. Yeah. But I want it after it's potty trained. So not the baby baby. So adoption. (laughs) Uh (laughs) So have you seen Chelsea's baby? Yes. So when you hold the baby, I didn't hold it. Okay, see, <laughs> I, I, I left it on the little like neck neck thing that you go to the boppy. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I took a picture of it. I was like, look at it. That was it. It was funny though because she was like, he just won't like calm down. He keeps crying, and I was like, play a lullaby from YouTube, and I got out YouTube and I put it next to him. He was fine. See, you got see, it. nailed it. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah. Here's the bingo on that oh, you'd be such a great mother. Like, because your first instinct is to play a lullaby. Well, that has nothing to do with you being a mother. It has, you, no. has to do with you taking care of screaming children on a cruise ship, yeah. knowing how to quiet them down so you can have some peace in five, for five minutes of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You learn those tricks while you're working with yes. children. Right. Which makes you more qualified than most parents. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I think the thing, about, the thing with working with children is that you work with so many different kinds of children. That's mm-hmm. the other thing is you work with the kids that are extremely rowdy. You work with the kids that are very docile. We talk about it often, how we've had all different kinds of kids and how when they were very young, we had them in camps when they were like five, six, and now they're full on adults. They're like yeah. 17, 18 years old. And when they were that young, we would sit there and go like, oh, this person's going to be like this. And we were right majority (laughs) of the time. So you do learn like different personalities and, but at the same time, to be fair, they do go home to their families. There's a different dynamic when you're with them 24 seven than when you're with them for eight hours a day, obviously. Mm -hmm. But you do learn a lot of things there. I just find it very interesting that you're like, 
so like you don't want the small tiny like baby you want the full ass adult I'm like give it to me for three years and then take it away hey (laughs) you want to work something out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you can take your dog send him away for three weeks for like proper training they come back and they're like super good three years later you're like now i'll have the kid back they're trained I mean, they what's, speak. what's that thing called border border school yeah oh yeah. boarding school yeah. boarding school yeah <laughs> bye i just need to be rich first you know once they pass five in my experience between my nephews my nieces the children i've worked with the nanny i did once they hit six and seven they become tears and then they just continue that until they're like maybe 16 and I'm just like 10 years of my life to be around a jerk. Yeah. That's the whole thing. I just don't think I, I, I like, I think maybe down the line, Hey, maybe, but really no, like just, I've even told my mom, like, there's no way that I want something like me. Cause I was horrible. I was such a bad child. They always say your kid is like you, but then three times worse. So my kid's going to be in jail. Let's be honest. (laughs) So, okay. You talk about your mom. Does she ever give you any like grief or like give you those questions? Like, Oh, maybe you and Carlos have a baby. Oh, I want a grandbaby. Like, does she ever do that? She's got the three others for my brother. So that kind of holds her down for Mm -hmm. a minute, but at the same time, I'm in the same city as her and he is Mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. So she always tells me, Oh, you'll change your mind because my mom Mm -hmm. didn't have me till she was 40. So she waited. Yeah. (laughs) So that makes okay. sense. And you are, so you have the one brother, but you're the only daughter. Mm-hmm. I do think there's something different with moms and daughters. I say that as someone who now has six sisters, my mother, it, each one of us, it's like a special thing. And I think she enjoys like that. Like, I don't know how to say it without saying like, when you level up into the club, like she becomes very <laughs> close to my sisters who have kids. Like, yeah. because then they're like, oh, you're a mom, I'm a mom. I remember when I did this with you. And it's like that whole nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. And we struggle with it in my family. Cause I'm like, like, I just told her last night, I'm like, mom, I'm not in this mom club. You are, I'm in a different club. Like, come over. It's nice. We can drink wine and spill it. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't need to be yeah. there. I just don't yeah. think I want my mom to even try to raise my child. That's another issue. Yeah. When mm-hmm. you have kids, like the both the in-laws and which I know you adore Carlos's mother. Mm-hmm. So does she have anything to say about it? Uh, we haven't gotten on that subject yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if she did bring it up, the language barrier, I'd be like, yeah. Cause he, she, speaks- he only, his parents only speak Spanish. So my Spanish is decent enough, mm-hmm. but if she were to ever bring it up, I'd be like, <laughs> remind no. me where they're from Ecuador. Okay. So is there like a big cultural thing? Like I know they're oftentimes culturally, depending on, you know, if they're Hispanic, they want lots of kids or it's a family raising all the kids kind of thing. Like, do you get that vibe from, from his family at all? hundred percent. Like when I went to go visit them in Ecuador, it was grandma and auntie on the uh, lower level, his brother and his family on the middle level another auntie and their family on the upper level and everybody just like helps raise all the kids like if somebody is getting in trouble doesn't matter who it is they all whooping their ass so so have a kid (laughs) send him to ecuador for three years (laughs) you know he'll be fine and then get him back (laughs) exactly and then he can do the spanish thing too like you know yes be a multilingual child by three (laughs) exactly i mean in ecuador there's no rules against hitting children like carlos has literally been hit with like 
tree branches. See, and that's a whole nother thing because in America, a lot of people <laughs> don't believe that to be true, especially here, especially when we work with kids. Oh my gosh. Do you know how hard it is to discipline a child that's not yours? Good yes. Lord. Yeah, she knows. Yeah, there's unfortunately, and we only have one tiny little scope of working in childcare just from like the Las Vegas city and the times we've worked there. But there are parents out there who just don't give a crap and Mm -hmm. they just send their kids into whatever type of daycare and they expect you to just deal with it the way they deal with it. And it's really unfortunate because you look at these kids and you're just like, I remember having a kid when I was running camps and I was like, this kid is going to really turn into something terrible if someone doesn't help him. Mm -hmm. The parents did not care. I -hmm. talked to them. I told them. We all told them. We had counseling messages. They were just like, look, we're busy. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's one of the reasons I think about not having kids too, though. I'm like, you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? It could go either way. And it's a roulette choice. And I, and I've talked to moms and they're like, but it's your kid and it's different and you'll love it anyway. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. So while we were talking about those sort of not, yeah, like a fear of being pregnant or like of a pregnant belly, I decided to look it up. It's the severe fear of birth is called tocophobia, which literally means a phobia of childbirth. And it can also be a dislike or disgust with pregnancy. Exactly. Have you heard about tears? There's like a one degree, two degree, three mm-hmm. degree. Yeah. Ooh. No. Let's start with that. Absolutely not. Yeah. I don't think so. No. My sisters just talk about it casually. And I get it. They're all like, oh, but it's a little bit of pain for a lifetime of happiness. A little bit of pain. They've been in labor for a day. Well, here's the thing, but it's also not like, oh, I just had a baby and that was painful and tomorrow I'm great and my body's back to normal. No, it is not. No, it is not. You went through a trauma, a physical trauma of giving birth. Your hips broke. Yes. That takes a long time to heal. And there are things that last even longer. Oh yeah. Victoria still has hip pain from her, from her first. So having Gabriella dislocated her hips, which I was like, that's the thing she was, yeah, it happens. I was genuinely like, oh my gosh, we're like aliens. You break apart, which on the flip side (laughs) is a very beautiful thing. The fact that women can do that is amazing to me that any women can do that. More power to you, okay? The fact- <laughs> Just so you all know, Vanessa's talking and sitting there making faces like, eh, ooh. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> it's kind of like, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> I-, I wouldn't say beautiful. I look at it so scientifically that like, I'm fascinated by the fact that women can create another woman like we can create another human being but i'm so scientific about it that i'm like it's like you said like alien like almost it's just i don't know (laughs) i look at it differently and the thought (laughs) process of holding more than one child (gasps) twins thank you no not even twins like that's like okay baby step talk about john and kate plus eight let's talk about having sex tuplets oh my god no well, they don't naturally birth those. They Those are all C-section babies. Whatever. So just, you're like double <laughs> your size. That's not okay. Yeah. The back pain, how do you walk? No. Yeah. Yeah. See, I hear everything you're saying and I'm like, wow, amazing. But I think that's also because <laughs> like I am such an overachiever that I'm like, 
Beecha. I can't believe you did that. Beecha. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have Truth. 10 kids. Yes. So, okay, my final question for you is this, and I don't know if you even thought about it, but if it really comes down to it and Carlos is like, look, it's either we have kids or we don't stay together. Are you that strong in your opinion that you feel like you would like potentially walk away? I love you, but bye. Really? Like, do I have an option of adoption? I mean, yeah, of course you guys have options of adoption, but like, that's what I'm saying is like, I think to, to, we're joking a lot, but to bring it back to like why Dallas and I talk often about the serious side of it's your choice, right? As a woman, as a person. And we do feel cornered sometimes into doing what those around us want us to do, especially our partner who we care about. So I'm like, is it you that would be like cool with adoption or is it you would be doing it like for him? I'd definitely be doing it for him, but I'd have to think long and hard on it. We'll just speak to women because we are women, but there are a lot of women in your situation where you and Carlos are very good together. I've seen you two together. He's great. He's very kind. You guys make sense. You have a good time. You're real friends. So it is one of those, like, you've got a great partner, but it's also, he he doesn't just want one kid. We're not talking about, he wants like a football team of children. He's asked oh, wow. for a soccer team, which is 10. So Ugh. that's that's never going to happen adoption wise anyways. Yeah. It would be two, three max. But at the same time, I don't think I could envision my life raising little right. gremlins running around the house. I mean, think about how drastically that would change your life. Mm-hmm. I'm too selfish at this point in time to put somebody else. We don't say that anymore, do we, Dallas? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) No, but that is the mentality, right? Like, but it's okay. It's okay to be selfish, quote unquote, and do what you want to do, whatever that is, you know? And I just think your situation is unique because you have this really great partner who is a good person, who you really love, who loves you, but then you have these different wants and he deserves to have a family of 10 like he wants. You also deserve to be able to go to Hawaii whenever you want. Exactly. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hit me up in 10 years, y'all. <laughs> okay, so for people who don't know, how long have you guys been together? We've been together about two and a half years now. Okay. Yeah. And you met on ships. Met on ships. It was a hairy situation, <laughs> but it worked out. It was fine. Well, and that's for- that's important because for those who are not, who've never been on a ship, it's expediated. It's like the bachelor world where all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're living mm-hmm. in these close quarters and you're, you're disconnected from the world. Exactly. So two years on a ship is like five years in real life. Yeah. Ship relationships usually don't work out. It's kind of like, oh, my contract's out. Bye. See you right. never. Maybe. And he made it work. Honestly, I was kind of out (laughs) and I was ready to go. And he hit me up and was like, let's go to Hawaii. I'm ending my contract. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then by a miracle, we ended up on our next ship together, which ended up being our core ship, which means we were there for two years and then COVID. Yeah. So who would have known what would go down the path after that? Well, it's all up in the air. And we'll, we'll update everybody in like 10 episodes. <laughs> like Sydney has called. And here's where yes. it's going on. <laughs> I've called from across the room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> thanks for sitting. Thanks for making the long journey um, to come <laughs> and talk with us. I really appreciate you coming from your room over to this side of the apartment and talking. <laughs> You're so welcome. I'm so excited that I got to be interviewed with you guys. Yeah, it's very exciting. I do think you, you, I love that you have like such a sense of humor about it because I think it's such a serious topic. So often, like for me, I'm scared to make jokes about children around people who have children 
because they'll make fun of me, but you're just like, whatever. Bring me with you. I I can be your little uh, devil on your shoulder. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, don't forget to what, Dallas? Oh, you have to like and review and subscribe and follow us on Instagram. So many tasks. Claiming zero. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And then we also have our email going. So claiming zero podcast at gmail.com. You can send us anything there and Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Bye. You say bye. Bye.